Hey everybody, welcome back to Hanging with Mr. Douglas. So while I was hanging with myself, I was on the uh, subreddit, uh, the R-Occult subreddit, over at reddit.com, and I came across this fantastic article, How to Make Friends with Angels, or How to Get Ahead in Angel Scrying, or An Eye for an Eye, Could Take a Really Long Time, written by Reverend Janglebones. Really cool. I asked... I said, hey, this is cool, can I read it? He said, sure, here I am. It was originally posted on November 18th, 2020. And the reason I'm bringing it to you here is because the whole purpose for me doing this whole little thing is to tap into the myriad ways we as beings access energy, our power, ourselves on our highest plane of existence. And magic, in its many forms, is absolutely about tilting the odds in our favor so that we may be the best we can be in whatever way that may come about. Historically, at least for humans, interacting with these messengers, whomever they may be, has brought with it a lot of opportunity, a lot of portents on future happenings that could be of very, very good or ill for those involved. And so getting in touch with the entities that are considered messengers, these angels, seems to be of, uh, you know, benefit to me. So anyway, we can connect to ourselves, to each other, and to those who have interest in providing opportunity for us to be better than we are. I'm all about. And so I came across this article all about this blog post. I, hey, look, I say article, the dude does his research. But this blog post, this article, this fantastic piece of information conveyed by Reverend Janglebones, I wanted to share it. I wanted to put my voice to it because, and I'm uh, going to go ahead and pursue it, my confirmation saint is St. Raphael, the Archangel. And I've always uh, wanted to be in better connection with him. And here we have a path to do just that. So if ever you were interested in connecting with either your guardian angel, your high guardian angel, or any of the angels mentioned in any of our books written before us. This absolutely is a way to do it. So without further ado, how to make friends with angels, or how to get ahead in angel scrying, or an eye for an eye could take a really long time, written by Reverend Jenglebones. My interactions with angels have been a strange ride thus far. I can only imagine how they must feel. Ever since myself and a group of fellow practitioners over at Rune Soup started a study group, there has been much conversation, research, prayer, and work involved in getting to know the messengers through academic, theological, and practical efforts. We've poured through grimoires, scripture, apocrypha, modern academic works, and fluffy New Age approaches in attempts to gleam some consistency and personality from our decidedly unflappy and sometimes winged but just as often eye-spangled and fractally friends. Our efforts as a group have given us a boatload of experiential data to consider. Using namely the method found in Keys to the Gateway of Magic, 
which consists of calling an archangel up as a group, scrying or journeying for ten minutes, and then comparing notes. I've gotten some really interesting stuff out of the sessions personally, such as Samael being a spirit who was originally worshipped on Mars as a god back when the Red Planet was still populated and Earth was a molten mess. But some of the others in our group have had some truly wild experiences. We have the occasional odd vision out, but mostly the experiences, while catered to the individual and thus somewhat kooky and entirely unique, have been pretty on the nose as far as maintaining a suggestive, coherent nature or personality of each archangel from experiencer to experiencer. The majority of my own personal contact at this point, however, comes from what I believe to be simply diligence and eventual entanglement through the committed daily recitation of a few very lovely prayers, a dream journal, just generally having them on my mind through study, and eventually making requests and conversations on the fly. Pun intended. It is best to use some training wheels to begin with, and I only feel like I have a place to recommend what worked for me. And for me, those training wheels were, along with our scrying sessions, the preliminary prayers from the Cunning Man's Grimoire, which are at the bottom of this post. The first one is wonderful on its own, but better with the fourth following. Best practice, however, is to read all four each morning or each night before bed. Don't just read them, though. Feel them. Perform them. Try it soft and listen to your words. Then try it like you're on stage the next day. Explore them. Make shapes in the imaginal for the words or ride them like a story within your mind. Get them in you and know them. The brilliance of these prayers is astounding to me and the metaphysics is genius. It took me some time to sort out just how much heavy lifting these prayers really do Read with magical eyes at what is being verbalized. Feel free to add other angels to the roster in that first prayer, but remember it covers and their ministering angels and spirits, which means shoot high in the name list. Cough, Metatron, Shekinah, cough. And consider intoning or singing them when you get to that part. These prayers also set up an imaginal command prompt with being called or required in the name of, etc., and it really surprised me how much that helps get their attention on the fly. At least after a month or three of nailing those prayers every day and keeping a close written record of dreams. The way they seem, for me anyway, is more like a group of very strange friends that it's taken a while to get to know rather than dumb agency-lacking automatons to be commanded, as some would suggest. Neither do they, in my experience, lend any likeness to archons or anything archonic as others would say. They appear to be, through the collective experience I've witnessed in our group, including my own, something like sentient personifications of forces, or combinations of forces, in the universe who have permission to act causally. This is not to say they don't have personalities or even stories and narratives that may or may not have ever happened, in the way us meat brains like to define what true means but they do seem structurally and causally integral to the universe, and they are most certainly persons. The archangels especially seem to have prominent roles in composing aspects of the world, as if fractured streams of consciousness cascading from the capital G down into many streams or currents so that different forces can be combined in varying portions 
to make the variety of materials and beings we have in our universe. Like a table of elements, but spirits. Imagine pure white light of God hitting a prism and splitting into a rainbow. Then those standard colors, archangels, sticking to some paint on a palette, only to be mixed again into new colors and images. I think of the Shemham Forash and other smaller time angels as being more complex iterations of these forces, the paintings rather than the paint, with more complex spiritual structures and thus more specific vocations or rulerships. This would stack nicely against the grimoiric procedural method of calling up the ruling angels first. They very well may be actual components of the angels under their governance. In this sense, it would be more accurate to think of a woven cascade of crocheted reality than some rigid hierarchy. But what do you expect, considering the sources? In this case, also, we can think of getting to know the messengers as getting to know the very mind of God, or the seams and stitches in the quilt of Grandmother Weaver. The archangels also appear to be different from the planetary intelligences. The planets themselves, as persons, feel like vast old conscious generators of specific currents, engines of planetary essence being constantly emitted into the cosmos and from which things are woven, while the angels seem to be the stewards of how those currents behave and how they land in the manifest, like stewards of archetypical portions of existence. I'm not even going so far as to suggest that they are even the same class or species of spirit per se, because who the fuck am I, and also see notes on Samael above. But our evidence and my experiences suggest that perhaps the ranking of angel is an actual thing reserved for spirits who have made the choice to take a custodial role in the universe. It seems as though now that they know me and what I'm about, they simply help me when I ask them. But as stated before, this is almost certainly more about entanglement and the imaginal interface one builds through praxis and research than anything. It's honestly quite alarming just how much my own experiences working with and befriending the angels have been indicative of an underexamined legitimacy within the more intuitive but aesthetically appalling realm of the New Age angel craze. I believe, as stated, that this all comes down to entanglement and severity and quantity thereof. There is no doubt that using grimoiric methods to contact, command, and accomplish magic with angels does in fact work, but this alone does not suggest a superior methodology. The methods that have survived did so because they work, but I personally cannot help but think that a more shamanic or intuitive approach could be equally valid, if not more so. This aligns with messages received through our group scrying sessions and our dreams, which you can read more about here that existing systems should be used as training wheels to develop one's own personal methods of honoring and contacting the messengers. I received the following instruction from the angels in dreams in the form of a bullet list. A recipe for contact without a grimoire and further evidence that our entanglement-centric metaphysics is somewhat accurate. I have elaborated where necessary since this was communicated in simple words, but came with packets of emotional and geometrical data attached to them some of which was completely beyond my comprehension. What was shocking about these instructions for me was how much they supported my already running model of universal metaphysics. I feel I should also add that there seems to be a correlation between the fidelity of contact and the connection one has through their personal astrology. If you're trying to decide who to reach out to first, 
Consider looking at your birth chart and focusing on the angel of your ascendant or lunar ruler. Contact with Gabriel seems to confirm the idea that the moon and moon things directly govern happenings on our planet, and thus Gabriel is the gateway to synchronicities and contact events, making them another great place to start. The shape of this I found fascinating when considering the lore surrounding Hecate's altar being the actual moon, and who oversees the migration of souls in and out of this world, and Hecate herself being the gatekeeper to the liminal doors. Regardless of what you decide, I implore you to share your results, either in the comments or your own blog post, and please reach out if you do. Without further ado, 1. Know their name. This means to explore it. Say it aloud and pay attention to the way your mouth moves, the shapes you make with your projecting and contracting breath, what shapes those cause in your mind. Meditate on the name, formally or casually, until it feels familiar, until you feel close to it. You could research the angel you wish to contact as well, forming a better idea of who they are and what to look for. And while this was not explicitly part of the directions given in my contact events, know their name could easily imply knowing their story as well. 2. Create a heartfelt image in dedication and representation of the essence of that angel, or at least as you currently perceive, understand them. An act of heartfelt creation makes an impact, a groove where reality incorporates an idea's full manifestation into its unfathomable folds through a mutual engagement by the imaginal and yourself. To engage in such an act in dedication to another being is exactly the kind of entanglement we are going for. This could be a glorious work of art, or as simple as a sigil. But remember, with acts of devotion for the sake of contact, you often get exactly what you put in. This doesn't mean a painting is better than a sigil. This means take care to put your care into whatever choice on which you land. This image can also become an event, and even a talisman, when enough effort and heart is poured into the action. 3. Dedicate an event in space-time to them, making action and story in which you are both main characters. This can be as simple as, Tomorrow on the day of the sun I will climb to the top of a hill and greet the dawn with frankincense in honor of the Archangel St. Michael, in his day and on his hour, but could equally become much more flowery and dramatic. Naturally, an action that is in harmony with the nature or rulership of the spirit in question would be ideal. Tip. They seem to enjoy singing. 4. Say words, tell the story, and add any poetic references to personal experiences you've had with the angel before, even if from a story or some kind of personal connection through childhood, perhaps the hospital where you were born or a boarding school dedicated to them, but especially if you've ever been helped or aided by the angel before. Calling upon the parts of your stories that intersect conjures the truth of your relationality inherent in those moments in time. 5. If you feel them arrive, thank them for coming and ask for closer contact with them. Ask how you can strengthen the connection. Ask them to give you a sign to confirm that contact was made, if you aren't sure. And use your cards. If they show up and it's a strong connection already, ask them to come when you call to know them better or for rulership-specific assistance. Ask what you think is best. 
perhaps make a list of questions beforehand. Here's the kicker. End your heartfelt request with, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, and through the merits of Jesus Christ. Amen. Cunning Man's Grimoire Preliminary Prayers 1. O infinite, wise, holy, blessed, glorious, pure, good, omnipotent Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, one true God of gods, King of kings, Lord of lords, creator of all the universal world, the holy, 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 high, good and merciful God, Sabaoth, the omnipotent of all powers in whom all creatures live, move, and be, and do obey to thee, which hast created thine angels in wonderful order, and made them thy ministering spirits for all believers and heirs of salvation, to the glory of thy great and holy name. Wherefore I, thine unworthy servant, do humbly implore thy holy, divine, glorious, good, and merciful majesty, through thine infinite goodness, love, and mercy, and eternal love of Jesus Christ, our Mediator and Messiah, that you wilt vouchsafe to forgive my manifold sins, and to purify my mind, soul, spirit, and body with thy Holy Spirit, and fortify me with true faith, hope, and charity, and grant me virtue and power, that these thy holy angels Cassiel, Sachael, Samael, Michael, Anael, Raphael, and Gabriel, with their ministering angels and spirits, being called or required in the name of God the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, may through thy miracle, in Jesus Christ, willing and readily teach, instruct, show, and visibly represent, and openly and plainly in my native tongue make me perfectly to understand clearly all my honest and lawful desires, questions, or demands, and in all my necessities with perfect understanding and memory to help and confirm me with thy power and strength of wisdom and might against all assaults of all mine enemies, spiritual and bodily, to thy glory, good of thy people, and comfort of me, thine unworthy servant. Through thine eternal love and mercy in Jesus Christ our Lord and Saviour, so it be done. And in the name of God the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, to whom be ascribed all honour, glory, power, might, and majesty, and dominion without end. Amen. 2. O Lord Jesus Christ, which art the eternal Son of God and omnipotent Father of heaven, creator of all creatures, I most humbly beseech thy glorious good and divine majesty, which art Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, our only mediator and advocate, our Lord and Saviour, sitting at the right hand in glory of God the Father, that thou wouldst forgive my manifold sins, purifying my mind, soul, and body with thy righteousness and Holy Spirit, and to strengthen my faith, hope, and charity, and grant me thy help and mercy, that thine holy angels with their ministering angels and spirits in all my necessities may help, defend, teach, show and instruct me in all my honest and lawful desires, as thou hast granted to many of thy servants, through thine eternal love and mercy, who with the Father and the Holy Ghost remainest one true, glorious, good and merciful God, to whom let men and angels and all creatures in their degree and kinds sing all honour, glory, might, majesty and dominion without end. Amen. 3. O holy, holy, 
holy good and gracious God, the Holy Spirit, proceeding from God the Father and the Son, I humbly implore thy holy and divine majesty that you wouldst vouchsafe to sanctify my mind, my soul and spirit, and all my members and faculties of my body to the glory of God, salvation of my soul and body, with a true and lively obtaining faith, hope and charity, and that thy holy angels, with their ministering angels, may help and defend me in all adversities and necessities, and that they may willingly and readily teach, instruct, and open and plainly show to my sight and perfect understanding, that thereby I may see and perfectly understand and know all my honest and lawful requests, questions, and demands, that them being cited and called in the name of God the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, through the merits of our Lord Jesus Christ and our Lord and Saviour, who with the Father and the Holy Ghost remaineth one true, infinite, wise, holy, good, and merciful, incomprehensible, omnipotent God of all goodness and holy gifts, to whom let the universal world and all his creatures sing hallelujah with all honor, glory, power, might, majesty, and dominion ascribed to Elohim, which is God in trinity of persons and unity of essence, and a spirit and truth and Emmanuel without end through the merits of Jesus Christ. Amen. 4. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my meditation. Hearken to the voice of my cry, my King and my God, for unto thee will I pray. Let my cry come unto thee, for my soul trusteth in thee, and our help and happiness is in thee. Let me not be disappointed of my hope. Infuse, O God, thy virtue into me. Confirm, O God, what thou hast wrought in me. And let my prayers be directed unto thee as incense in thy sight. And grant my humble request through the eternal love and mercy in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. I think it's fantastic. So you got four prayers and a five-step program to reach out and get to know our friends, the messengers, the angels, who seem to have really, you know, been here in the writings about us and our interactions with them, do what they can to inform us of how to perform as our best selves. I, I mean, why not get to know them? And in getting to know them, we get to know ourselves. And in getting to know ourselves, we get to know what we can do to kick ass <laughs> in the way that we would like to. That we were, in my very humble opinion, that we had decided to do when we first got here before we got here in the first place. Well, this is such a fantastic article and I have to thank Reverend Jangle Bones a bajillion times for uh, allowing me to put voice to it. Definitely check out his website, reverendjanglebones.com. And certainly, if you, in any fashion, attempt to reach out and get to know angels yourself, send him a line. Let him know what's up. I certainly will. I look forward to befriending our winged messengers and learning from them all that they wish to divulge so that we can make our world and our interactions with each other all the more enjoyable. And hey, thanks for hanging. <laughs>